Hello and welcome to Ias Gablan, a bi-weekly podcast from four Latinx daughters. And we're back with another episode of Ias Gablan. Super excited to be here. Um, not that I'm not excited other times, but <laughs> we haven't done this in a while. So my name is Maria Jose. I'm Brianna. I'm Arleni. And I'm Lenny. And together we make up the Hijas Que Hablan squad. Squad? <laughs> I was like, every time we're like on social media, I call us the Chisma squad. Because I feel like this is what this is. You know, it's like Chisma time. Okay. In like different, in different ways, but like Chisma time. But for today, we're getting into some Chisma that not a lot of people like to talk about. Mm-hmm. It might be considered, yeah. you know, like sensitive slash taboo sometimes so much so that our mamas don't even want to talk about this stuff but like for today we're talking about womanhood things um (laughs) you know i don't know periods and stuff you know reproductive health reproductive yeah there that was the there we go look at you thank you for allowing me to like tag team that yes (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) But yes, we're starting off with with this conversation that I feel that like we kind of started in another episode. And just to give like the listeners the update, I actually have now gotten a pap smear, which is like very important when we think about sexual health. Yes. Thank you. Reproductive health. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. I rescheduled. Mine. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> I, I thought you were supposed I, I to have it done by it today. That was like super late. I was looking for the button. We're not we're not cheering Lenny rescheduling her pastor. We're cheering Maria getting one. But to be fair, it took me 24 years to get here. So you got some time. You got some time before I'm gonna shame you. Um and then I was telling my mom, like, yo, you gotta make sure I don't reschedule again. So hold me accountable. It's it's really important. Mm-hmm. I got my whew, I will just before I get into that, I will just say that I presented this question to our 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 committee team, our planning team, the girls who make everything run wild and run smooth on our um socials. I asked them what's something you didn't know about your vagina, your period, your sexual um history or history or anything like that along those lines and everybody at first was just like did not want to share and so I know this conversation is like kind of like weird to have or like like Maria was saying like taboo to have and it's not common but I'm so yes and but it I feel like not to not to sound hoity-toity but I feel like I have a lot of information or a lot of insight or a lot of like experience that I that should be shared and should be like heard (laughs) it feels weird saying that I need to be heard but I I just feel like this is a conversation that needs to be needs to happen and and uh, I'm glad it's happening here in a safe space got a lot to say but yes if you're sexually active or over the age of 21 I don't know if it's and or and, and. or. Um, you should I be think it's pap and. smear. 
my doctor told me that as soon as you're sexually active, yeah. you're supposed to start okay so regularly. sexually active or over the age of 21 you need to be getting a pap smear every year mm-hmm. yes every year i have to do that yes ma'am i thought it was every every two years like every I, year i get it every every so physical your, um, i get a pap smear um the breast breast check no, 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 yeah, your breast check. The mom, the mammogram. It's not a mammogram technically. Oh. It's, it's just a breast like check. Oh, it's like I don't pattern. know. Yeah, when they touch you. Oh, really? I thought of the. The mammogram is that thing that squeezes your boob, but it goes like this. You don't have to get it until you're like. Either if it's like like it rent if if breast cancer runs in your family, they'll was... make you get it. But like, I, start, I don't I, think you I have to start getting it was... until you're like fifty. Late. Um, middle school or late high school just because we really? had a bump in, in my breast. Mm, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that's like pretty normal. So like if you find something abnormal, you could, you, I mean, there's tons of things why you, reasons why you can have like lumps in your breast, but unfortunately breast cancer is definitely like one of them. But let me just show y'all real quick because I got a lot of strange faces when I said squeezes your... <laughs> Me being on um, breasts. <laughs> uh, I was like, what the heck? Um, so yeah, it looks like this. It's this machine uh-huh. that squeezes your squeezes your breasts. It reminds me of um God, there's this yeah. machine. I don't know where I'm thinking it of it now that I think about it. I think it's at the dentist and they like x-ray your mouth. <laughs> it it reminds me of that. Yes, yes, yes. It reminds me of that. Um, yes, but I don't, I don't know when you're supposed to start getting mammograms. Somebody let us know. Obviously, if you feel something in your breast, that's that normal. I believe you're supposed to check two weeks after your period is when you should be checking your breasts, um, for any lumps. And they say like, you should be laying down and then let your breasts fall like naturally how they fall and then feeling around like that. There's tons of little Mm -hmm. info, info info flyers like online that you can see thank you infographics that you can see online to like check how to do that but you should be doing that they say you should be doing that after every period um i'll be honest i don't oh wow october is also breast cancer yeah but you're supposed to be checking Yes, it it is this is october guys i think this is gonna come out the first week of november but Happy Breast Cancer Awareness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My mom works for an imaging center. Um, mm-hmm. So they've always gone like really big for October and they always give like, like t-shirts and like pink stuff. That's really cool. So I'm really, I'm really here. But um, w- going into as much detail as you want, Maria, how was, how was your pap smear? Oh, okay. I, I can <laughs> talk about this. Now I'm like, my turn to shine. I'm like, here I am. <laughs> the expert witness. No, that's not what this is. It's just a te- like a testimony. I don't know. Anyway, I like, first of all, I like scheduled this like at the fucking ass crack it on where it was just like, well, it was like at 930 and like my doctor's like almost, he's like 45 minutes away from me because also like, 
I wanted to find like a non-fat phobic doctor and the first not the closest one was this doctor like she had really good reviews like bigger people were like I never feel shamed by her like I've been treated like very well here and like before I've had really really bad experiences with doctors so like I was just like I've stayed with her ever since I found her but she's far away. And so, like, I had to wake up hella early. You know, I didn't know what the procedure was going to be like. But I was like, I have to shower. Like, I have to make sure that, like, I'm clean. And then, you know, I was like, what do I wear? I, like, wore my Crocs and some something that I could easily put on and put off. So I was just like, I wore some sweats. And here I go to this fucking damn doctor. And I'm the only one there. And I was like, okay, this is fun. And then the lady's like, she's like telling me how this is going to go. And then she's like, yeah, there's this contraption that goes inside of you. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean? She pulled up these pictures and I was like, oh, this made me more nervous. Because if you see the little, the little clampy shit, like that's, that's some medieval shit. Like it looks like, I'm just like, what the fuck is this for? I don't know if you want to. I always thought it. I always thought that it looks like a like a duck beak. I don't know. It reminds me of a duck. <laughs> yes. No. That's exactly what it the looks like. <laughs> Wait, what? It's called. Yeah, it even has a funny name. Oh What's God. it called? Vaginal speculum. 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 I didn't know that. <laughs> speculum. I knew speculum. <laughs> but she was telling me how she's just like, oh. like this pap smear is not gonna be as bad and i was like bitch i've never had one which you mean not as bad as what i've never yeah because okay so like my doctor uses a plastic one instead of a metal one and apparently the plastic one is supposed to be like not as weird feeling okay so what kind my doctor uses now that i think about it because she's just, just like, kind of yeah, check out the- and look at this you're ceiling. like uh, i'm not gonna think about it <laughs> no because okay so like i also was just like okay i don't want to think about this thing because i also don't know what the size of this thing is like and so then she's just like yeah like you just need to i'm gonna need you to take everything waist down off and like we'll be back and so like i had recently seen an episode on girl code where they were talking about this yes i'm rewatching girl code don't judge me And they were talking about pap smears. And then this girl was basically like, yeah, they tell you to strip naked and they give you this big ass napkin. And as I like, she like, she's telling me that I need to get naked. She pulls out this big ass napkin that I'm just like, oh, they weren't lying. This is just like, it was just felt really weird. And so here I am. I'm just like, okay, like I came prepared. Like I'm wearing sweats. I'm like, where do I put my clothes? (laughs) Like, I'm just like, what? I was overthinking everything. And it seems like I was waiting for a really long time. But then I'm sitting there, like, ass cheeks out. And I'm just like, like, when are they going to come in? Like, I was just like, I'm just here waiting. And then they come in. And then, like, I was, she was just, like, positioning me. And I was like, okay, like, this is lit, okay? And then she's just like, not, yeah, I was trying to make this, like, a real fun time. Because I was just like, I don't want to think about it. And she's just like, have you had sex before? And I was like, yeah, I've had sex before. And she's just like, then you should be fine. As long as you've had sex before, like, you should be fine. I was like, okay, like, I've had sex before. Like, this should be it. This should be fine. She said I should be fine. And then the end goes this little duck clamp shit, right? And so, like, um, you you feel it go inside of you, and it's just, like, a lot of pressure. And so then Mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay, like... And they were talking about the fucking weather. And I'm just like, why are you having an awkward ass conversation? Because 
the girl who had showed me the speculum, she was in the room too. So I was like, why it has to be two of y'all? Like, why is there multiple people? Why is there an audience here? Like, I don't understand. I will say that there typically is, yeah, usually two people in there. I think really? it's because they hand they hand them things because they shouldn't be grabbing things while they're like uh, in ya. You know? Oh, that's <laughs> very fair, very interesting, yes. And so then, like, I see that she's, like, struggling because she's, like, moving this thing. And I'm like, okay. And she's just like, it's because you have a very deep cervix. And I'm just like... And then they started talking about how deep my Thank cervix you. was. And I was just <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck this means. Like, I don't even know what my cervix is. Like, what is it? I had to Google it. after. Not that I remember, so don't ask me what it is. But she was just, like, laughing. Like, they were laughing because they're like, yeah, it's, like, from here to blah, 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 place. And I'm just like, I don't understand your references. I don't understand. I'm not from Arlington. But, like, they oh. were, she was just like, yeah, because <laughs> that's, that's yeah. Funny. I'm just like... So apparently I have a deep cervix and that's why it was like a struggle. And then the little, like when they, I don't know if it's like a, how it looks. The Q-tip like, thing. Yeah. Like a Q-tip thing. Like that also just feels like pressure. Yeah. Um, but more than anything, I felt like I felt it when like they were taking everything out. So like when they took off the clamps and you just felt like the pressure release, it was just, I was like, oh, dang. Like that was deep inside of me. Like I did did not yeah. like that. I was just like, because you feel the pressure like up to your belly button. Um, or at least I felt like pressure, not maybe to my belly button, but like in the area. Um, and so it, it definitely like, does feel like belly button yeah, area. Like, like it's right? way okay. up there. Yeah. Okay. I was like, maybe let me not misrepresent no, it, that. But okay. Okay. No, it, it does feel like that. It feels like they're all up in there. Like y'all are going far. Exactly. And for what? For what? But that happened and they're like oh you want to get dressed and I was like okay and so like I get dressed and I leave and I thought she was going to come back in and I don't know what I expected her to be like good job you survived (laughs) I don't fucking know but I'm sitting there and the girl's just like oh you can go like that's it and I was like oh that's it because it only was like maybe like five ten minutes like it wasn't that bad yeah it's not like a it's a big deal it's not super long. And then I see some Peppa the Pig stickers. And I was just like, can I take these for the road? And she's like, yeah, help yourself. <laughs> I need this. And so I got Peppa the Pig stickers after my pap smear. And then I felt like a grown-up. Yeah, that's my story. So your <laughs> cervix is the little channel or canal that connects your uterus and your vagina. So your cervix... I'm pretty sure is the thing that dilates whenever you have a kid. So that is the thing that goes from like this tiny to like 10 inches in, not 10 inches, Jesus, 10 centimeters to diameter so that you can put a shababy out. Oh no. Oh, I don't even know what having a deep serve, how it it would impact that, but I don't want to find out. It just seems like it's a longer passage for this thing. Yes. It seems like, you got some deep guts. I don't know. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, so they talked about that while they were, you know, doing this thing. And I was like, oh, great. Um, but it wasn't that bad. Um, I definitely feel like going into it, like, I was really scared because I was, y'all told me about it. And then I was, like, looking up shit on TikTok. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, I was just really paranoid. But it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Like, I would say I've had more awkward, painful times at the dentist than getting a pap smear. Mm-hmm. 
I hate, well, I hate the dentist, so that's maybe why. But I will say getting pap smear is like super important because it's like one of the ways that they test for HPV and HPV is like the most prevalent, um, SCD, um, I don't know if it's intergeneration or just like in general, but it's like one in five people have, um, HPV and for men, it's not something they can test for. So men can have HPV, but they'll never know that they have it. Um, because there's not a way for them to test for it. Um, so it's really important because there are tons of different strain, strains of HPV and some of them cause cervical cancer. And it's, so it's really important to get that checked out. And if you see, or if you get your um, pap smear back and it's abnormal, so make sure you get like follow-up tests done because uh, HPV is rampant. I think that's exactly so, the reason why I like was trying to get a test because you told me that and I, yeah. like, I don't I don't want to have cancer. Yeah, it's uh, not to scare anyone, but it's just really important. Um, it's also HPV is not really treatable either. It's just something that either like goes away or doesn't go away. So it's really important to know like um, if you have it because you need to take the proper precautions. I was wondering if any of y'all wanted to share y'all's period story. Either like leading up to and how a period was explained to you and then actually getting it and stuff like that. All the good stuff. All the all the details. <laughs> I can I can go first if y'all want, because I've been thinking about it and how like I wanna word it. So I think I can go first. So I my mom told me, like, I'm pretty sure it's in third grade when they like set you out of the class and they separate boys and girls and they're like, this is what a period is. My mom had already told me about it by the time that that talk came around. So I was like pretty aware. My mom, this might be putting out some information, but she probably doesn't care. My mom got her period really early. So she felt it was really important to tell me because she wasn't sure when I would get it. Um, she just wanted me to be prepared. So, yeah, so we had, you know, I already knew about it. I already knew what it was. And then we have that little talk, you know, in third grade and they separate y'all and you watch videos together. And it's just kind of like more of a funny thing than like informational. So I don't think I ended up getting my period until I was like 13. So I was in middle school. Um, and like I was prepared for it in the sense that I had like pads when it was ready for it to happen. Um, but <laughs> it just so happened and the timing was immaculate. Thank you, Mother Nature. Um, my mom was on a cruise uh, when I got my period. So I was at home with my dad. <laughs> And so I had never talked to my dad about that kind of stuff before, ever, never about anything like that. So when it, you know, when it happened, I was like, oh shit, like this is, this is it. And I was like, and I knew what to do, but it was still like, uh, you know, so like I told my dad and I was like, um, I need to talk to mom. And she's like, well, she's in the middle of the ocean. Like, unless she calls us, like, we can't really talk. We can't call her. And I was like, mm, okay. And he's like, what's wrong? And I was like, I was like, so, like, I just didn't know what to say. I was so embarrassed. And I was like, I, um, I think I started my period 
And he's like, you think? And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I'm pretty sure I started my period. And he's like, well, do you have, you know, like your stuff? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm okay. I'm just like, I need some comforting or something. It wasn't like I needed him to like go get anything or like help me out or tell me what to do. It was just that I needed like, I don't know, support. <laughs> so he called my mom's sister. <laughs> he called my tia. Uh, and she lived in Dallas and we were living in Plano at the time. And he, um, or actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I talked to her and I was like, I started my period and I'm okay. Like nothing's wrong. Like I'm not really in pain or anything. I'm just like, uh, I don't know. I, I feel different. <laughs> and so she picked me up and I spent the night with her that weekend. Um, and it was, I don't know if she remembers this, but it, it, it was so impactful for me because I didn't have my mom there. Um, and I feel like that's like a really special time or like intimate time. Really, you really want your mom. And um, she took me, like, to the store, and she bought me, like, black um, bath towels. So I don't know if y'all have ever had that embarrassing time in your life where you're just having a fucking white towel while you're on your period, and it's just, like, not it. Um, so she bought, and she bought me black towels, and then she bought me, like, more pads and, like, sanitary wipes and stuff like that. And um, I don't know if she remembers that. I don't know if she listens either. I think she listens occasionally, but... It was really impactful, and I think about it all the time. So thanks, yeah. But that, that's my period story. My mom wasn't there. It was sad. Okay. Um, I guess I'll go. <laughs> okay. My first period, I was 11 years old. I started cramping, actually, but I didn't know they were cramps. So the night before, I started cramping. And then the day after, I was in school. It didn't happen in school, just FYI. Thank God. But... The night before I was cramping, I was like, okay, like, I thought it was just a stomach ache because my mom, like, I never really had, like, this, the talk, that talk with my mom about periods and stuff. So I didn't know what was going on. Um, but, um, like, I would just see the liners and stuff. And, like, when I was a little girl in the pads and I would just, like, stick them in my underwear because that's what my mom did. So that's, like, literally all I knew about periods, but I didn't know what they were used for. I just knew that my mom like used them like at certain times. So um, I was cramping the night before the day after I went to school and I was in so much pain, like, and I thought it was just my stomach. And I think towards the end of the school day, um, I was just in the restroom because I was in, just in so much pain. And um, I thought it was a stomach ache. And so I went to the, I asked my teacher, can I go to the office because my stomach hurts? And I went to the front office and um, I have a stomach ache and stuff. And she was just asking like where like it hurt because she kind of noticed that I was just holding like below my stomach. And it was like right here. She's like, no, those are cramps, sweetie. And I was like, what? I was so confused. I was like, what is that? Like, I, I was so, so confused. And so she gave me some idol. And she's like, just talk to your mom. And like, you know, she'll explain everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Because that's not what had happened. So I went home. I didn't tell my mom because I was like, I don't know. But I'll figure it out. 
and then I woke up the next morning and like my period and um I remember I was like holy crap like what is this I was kind of freaking out because it was just blood like that's all I saw I thought I was dying so I went I ran downstairs I was crying I was like mom mom I'm bleeding I'm bleeding I don't know what to do am I gonna die I was going through it I literally was going through it and she was she was like why are you bleeding I was like I don't know it's just coming out of me (laughs) um and (laughs) um she so then I showed her my underwear I was like I don't know like it's just coming from down there I don't know what's going on and so she's like okay like you're having your period and like she I I didn't understand like she didn't really know how to like explain it to me either she just said like you know you just bleed like once a month and like it's just natural um that's that's all I got I didn't really like um know what a period was until like I was in uh, uh, my freshman year of um high school when I took sex ed that's when like um I like learned what a period was but my mom like didn't really like help much didn't know how to explain it but she, you know, she was just like, you can't eat this, you can't eat that, like, um, wait, she, you know, drink, like, wait, tea and stuff. So she would tell me that you couldn't eat bananas yeah. and, like, spicy stuff. What? Because um, it would make, because it would make your cramps yeah. worse. My mom also would say that, like, if you yeah. eat, like, lemon, like, it would cut your yeah. period short. So you wouldn't be able to get rid of, like, your period for that month. And so it would be heavy the next and time like, and stuff like that. Like some random shit like that. Yeah, or like you can't you can't walk barefoot because you're you're gonna get like your cramps are gonna mm-hmm. be a lot worse. Um and then if you drink like um warm stuff, like it'll help your cramps. I've never heard this. I did watch a video the over the weekend and they were like, Yeah, don't eat don't but they were like Korean and they were talking about don't eat anything cold or drink anything cold while you're on your period and I was so confused. Like, I was like from- I've never heard this. For me, what I figured, at least for my body, this is my personal experience. I'm not giving anybody <laughs> advice. <laughs> I'm not giving anybody. But for my own body, like, I noticed, like, when I went vegetarian, like, when I stopped, like, eating, like, heavily processed foods or, um, like, my cramps weren't bad. Um, or, like, if I, if I ate, uh, uh, at least, again, this is my personal experience. <laughs> um, but if I ate like any sort of seafood, like my cramps would be really bad. So mm-hmm. I like I personally like tend to not eat like meat, seafood, like just very like um, plant based and not super processed food when I'm on my period or like when I know my period's gonna mm-hmm. come because like I don't. Interesting. It's not as heavy and I don't get. I'm sure there is some science to that. Maybe I should look that up. I wonder if other people have, like, if our listeners have other foods that they were told not to eat during their periods besides. Yes, if you, if, if, if you were told to eat or not eat something or eat or drink or wear shoes or not wear shoes, let us know. Put it in the comments. DM us. I'd love to hear this. I want to know. Because I know, like, um, there's a thing where, like, after you give birth, you're like, have to wear long sleeves and you're supposed to be covered up and you're not supposed to get near the refrigerator and you're not supposed to go outside and like all this other stuff yeah you're not supposed to like my they would tell my mom like can't like carry heavy stuff yeah and And that's why like during that first month like Mm. you're somebody should be with you like at all times and doing all that stuff 
And so I remember like my grandma would always like one of my grandparents, one of my grandmas would be like with my mom when during that month. See, also during like my period, my mom's always like, don't carry heavy stuff because your uterus could fall. I don't know if that's like a real thing, but my mom, like, she's like, oh, my uterus is low, so I have pain in a certain way. So, like, she'll just lay there with her feet up in the air because she's like, me tengo que subir la matriz. And I'm like, I don't know know if that's a thing. Maybe, I was going to say, maybe after you've held (laughs) kids, because, like, when your babies can be low or positioned Mm -hmm. differently, like, whenever you're with child, um, like they can be positioned low or they can be positioned high and it's within your uterus. So I wonder if they mean something like that. I also don't I've know never... if matriz translates to uterus because I really don't be knowing Spanish like that. But That's what my mom called it. Okay. What is it? I've never even heard of it. La matriz. Matriz. La matriz. Yeah. Hmm. It sounds like a made-up word. But I don't know. But like... Just in general, like, there's so many, like, names that, like, my mom and my family would give it. And I'm just, like, I don't know what is accurate yeah. or inaccurate at this point. I see. So, I, um, you know yeah, what I mean? I understand you completely. This is so interesting. Because This I, is interesting. I thought everybody knew about the bananas and stuff. And not everyone. I've never... I, I did I've never too. been told to stay away from any type of food when on a period. Like in school, never. at least, in, in school at least, people knew that you were on your period if you like didn't eat spicy stuff. That is, I've never heard. Adeline, have you heard of that? Because you're not supposed to eat like spicy stuff, and so people kind of like figure like, okay, like if you are at least around your friends, you're like, oh, are you in your period? It's like, yeah, yeah, because you're not eating any hot Cheetos. I never talk I've, about my period I, with my friends. Or like you just oh, I've like, never like, heard of this. Also, I feel like I never even talked about periods stuff. until college with people because it was so like a like a hush hush thing, and I didn't start. I never really, yeah, no. You just kind of knew, like at least for me, it was just your close friends. Oh my gosh, the most embarrassing thing that happened to me: I was in eighth grade, and I accidentally like uh, one of my pads fell out of my backpack. <laughs> I've had that happen before with like a whole box <laughs> of tampons because so I just be holding a whole box of tampons in my purse and my purse like flipped over and it just all out. I was like, mm. Oh, okay. see, part of the talk for me, well, I guess like I'll share mine. I Mine was not very like eventful. I was just, it was the summer of sixth grade. I was wearing my little, you know, those little plaid but not plaid shorts that have the different types of checkers on them. Mm-hmm. I was wearing those, you know, now identified as part of lesbian culture. So just if you didn't know, <laughs> if you didn't know, now you know. Um, and I was at my tia's house and I was just like, hey, like I have like stains on my underwear. She's like, oh, you're on your period. Here's a pad. And then when I got home, that's when my mom was just like, listen, your period is awful. You get it every month. <laughs> like, it fucking not, sucks. Not wrong. <laughs> and then she would be like, hey, like, here are all the things that you shouldn't be consuming or doing while on your period. Like, that was my talk. Like, all this thing about lemons and bananas and shit about not walking around barefoot. That that was the talk for me. And it happened once I got my period. But also part of that talk, my mom was just like, tampons are the devil's work. <laughs> 
only whores wear tampons. You don't want to be a whore. So you're going to use pads. And so, like, to this day, I don't know how to put on a tampon. So. I, my mom never told me that, but I had to learn how to wear a tampon when I was, like, being a freshman in high school, too, because we were at a, I was, we went to the, I, I was, uh, it was my band trip, and, like, we were getting in the water, and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get in the water, like, literally bleeding out of my vagina, like, but I want to get into, I want to go to the beach. And so one of my uh, one of my friends like, hey, like, just use a tampon. I'm like, how do you like what? And so I was like, kind of like, uh, no, that's it, like looked really scary to me. Not gonna lie. So she like, we went to the store and she's like, okay, like, um, get these. Like these are the ones I get. They're like fine and whatever. So I got those, and it took like, and so she kind of like, okay, this is how you're gonna wear. Kind of like grabbed a tampon and I opened it up and this is how you what you're gonna do with it and then just gonna go and then you're gonna just push it up and it's gonna be fine (laughs) it's like and it's gonna be fine and so I remember she was like outside with the bathroom door and I was so freaked out I was like oh my gosh okay but yeah she was like literally right outside like telling me what to do at the same time too but I miss that girl shout out to her she 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 was my band leader. She was super sweet. Um, I was wonderful girl. Also told that you are not supposed to use tampons until you start having sex. Um, so I didn't, and I didn't know that you could. Um, and the first time that I put it on, put it on, whatever. Um, I put it in wrong because my assumption was like it goes straight up. <laughs> So I was like, this does not feel good. I don't know what people are talking about. I must have a tiny vagina. Like, I don't understand what's going on. Like, why does this? And so I just took it out. And then I didn't try again for like a year. And then I like literally read like the box. And I was like, okay, let's try this again. Um, Because I didn't like pads. Like, they were just so uncomfortable for me. I don't enjoy them. They're... um, God, this sounds so gross, but I feel like they just, like, rub me wrong. Like, literally rub me wrong. Like, <laughs> like they irritate my skin. Yeah. So Chasing I just, like... Happens. Yes. And so I'm just, like, um, like, it rubs raw. And so I'm just, like, this is so uncomfortable. And so I finally just read the box, like, front to back. And I was, like, okay, I got this. And then I finally figured it out. And now it's just a... I don't even know what to say. It's just second nature now. Now it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, after after that first time I just like didn't never looked yeah, back. I'm really like what bothered. are what are pads? Yeah, didn't really bother with pads. They're really uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't like that. I literally like Yeah, I don't like pads. My mom is like um you should um teach your sister how to wear tampons um just in case you should so yeah she's like i'm not gonna wear one but still teach me how to use it that's good because one day maybe she will one day you'll want to go swimming with your friends when you're on your period or something like that but i do have a funny story about me spotting let's hear it i forgot and i was wearing white shorts that ironically had usa in little sequins on the back pocket they're very cute 
<laughs> um, unfortunately, we were very white. And so I just started bleeding and I was being babysat. And um, I stained the couch of Aww. the lady's house. And then she's like, and I didn't know. So I got up and she's like, um, Adlini, I think you started your period. And I'm like, no. And she's like, you might want to go to the bathroom and look at your shorts. And so I see there's a big ass, bright ass <clears throat> stain. <laughs> so she like, le- I think she lent me shorts or something like that. But yeah, <laughs> they're funny. I'm like traumatized. I never wear white pants, white shorts, white nothing. I don't wear white on my bottoms. <laughs> Just in general, white is really hard to keep clean. It, yeah, it is. Like, I don't really wear white. In, you're right. Yeah. I don't really wear white in general. And it looks um, so pretty in pictures. But I know. Like those outfits and whatnot. But I'm just like, how do you keep it clean? I'm an actual, like, messy eater. Did y'all, did y'all's parents preach abstinence? Or were they kind of like, I know you'll have sex eventually. But here's what you should do. Or not do. Or... They said no sex until I was out of the household. <laughs> My parents were very, like, um, well, I, I'm i saying parents, but I never talked with my dad about that stuff. So my mom was very, my mom got pregnant really young with me. She was still in high school when she got pregnant. So she was kind of like, you shouldn't have sex, but if you're going to have sex, you need to tell me because you need to be on birth control. And I'm like, who plans to have sex? Like, I don't, in my head, I was like, that sounds so unrealistic. So I guess just put me on birth control because I don't, how do I know when I'm going to have sex? Mm -hmm. Like, it was, I don't know. It was just so unrealistic to me. But yeah, my parents or my mom's or my mom was basically like, the worst thing you can do is get pregnant. The worst thing you, like, so she like scarred me. It, It reminded me of that scene in Mean Girls. It was like. If you have if you have sex, you will get pregnant and you and will die. die. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly how I felt growing up. That like getting pregnant was like the worst thing you could possibly do. Like you could kill someone and it wouldn't be as bad as getting pregnant while you were a teenager and still in high school. Like I'm like, oh my god, shit. So there's a lot of pressure I on me. Sure that like all these. Um all these beliefs that getting pregnant is the worst thing that could happen to you is what it pitted me against teen pregnancy when it can easily be prevented. But like, right. I know I was extremely judgmental of like girls that got pregnant. Yeah. I was like, why would they do that? That is the stupidest thing you can do. But looking back at it now, it's like if they were taught how to prevent it, Absolutely. I'm sure that they would most likely choose not to be so because I remember some girl got pregnant when she was, I think, 14 in our middle school, or 13. Oh, my gosh. And so she, like, was gone for the, like, you know, most of the year. And then she came back, and, like, all these rumors were flying around. And she was, like, she was called a slut. And I was, like, yeah, first of all, you're, like, immediately fuck? labeled a whore if you get pregnant. You, know? you could It could have been the first time you had sex, like, mm-hmm. immediately a whore. Actually, now that you were talking about birth control, it reminded me that my periods – um I, I think when I first started my periods, they were, like, very irregular. So mm-hmm. I went, like, three months without ble- without bleeding. And so my mom took me to the doctor. They put me on birth control. But I didn't know what birth control was at the time. They were just like, oh, take these. It'll help regulate your I see. period. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why are they giving kids birth control at such a young age? Like, I was – I think I was 10 or 11 when I started my periods. Whoa. Like, I feel like that's very young. I, I got on birth control at – 
16, but it wasn't to regulate periods. It was literally as a contraceptive because um, mm. I'd gotten, like, my first boyfriend. So my mom was like, okay, it's it's time. Like, I don't – it doesn't matter to me whether you guys plan on having sex or not because, like, we had talked before, like, you don't really plan it. Like, it just, you know, mm. it happens or it doesn't happen. So, um, so I got – Put on birth control really well not really young but you know at 16 I, maybe that's like an average age i'm not sure but um i didn't even have an, end up having sex with that guy thank god um <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah mm, i think that for me similar to like Arlene, like i even to this day am very irregular I'm like, one time when I went to the doctor, like, me being irregular was always associated with my weight. They were just like, oh, yeah. the reason that you're irregular is because you're overweight. Yeah. But then, like, one doctor was just like, well, if you really, like, if you want to regulate this, like, you can start taking, like, like birth control. Birth control. And my mom was like, absolutely not. Like, absolutely not. And I was like, okay, don't know what this is, but, okay, my mom said no, so, like, I won't do it either. And then... So I didn't start taking birth control until I was a freshman in college because I could go to like the like the school like nurse and they Clinic, would like yeah. yeah they could give you birth That's control. Awesome. Um, I don't so, know if we had that. Mm, yeah, for us it was like free, um, mm. and so that's when I started to. I also feel that, like, I never really bothered to think about birth control or, like, contraception. Um, one, because I feel like I was always, well, I was always really focused with school, so I didn't really have an interest with, like, being sexually active with anybody. And then two, because I wasn't sure who it was that I wanted to have sex with, like, as so far as, like, my sexuality, like, I was like, I'd rather put this off as much as I can and, like, we'll just figure it out when it comes, or like, whenever I desire to do this. Um, so that's why I feel like when it comes to, like, stuff like that, like, I was, like, a late bloomer. I don't know if that's the term. But, like, I didn't start thinking about things like this until, like, very late. As a teenager, I was very glad that I was irregular because that meant that I didn't have my period all the time. And why would I want to take something that meant that I have to have my period every month? So I was just, like, if I only have it four to three times a year that's, that's like true. that's better than having it 12 times like i was just like y'all mathematically i'm gonna keep it like this because it's just gonna happen you know um and i feel like my mom later was just like oh you need to lose weight like you need to regulate your diet because like you being irregular is gonna affect you be being able to be pregnant and stuff like that so it was always like oh, but you need to be able to engage in motherhood in this way. So, like, you should care about that. And so, like, because, like, I told her that I was taking birth control. And she's like, are you sexually active? And I was like, one, it's none of your business. But two, you said that I should probably regulate my period if I mm -hmm. wanted to, you know. So it was like, it was always like a, you contradicting yourself, Miss Girl. Um, But I have an interesting story to share. And I might upload this on TikTok later to promote this episode. But have y'all ever used a diva cup? Do y'all know what a diva cup is? Yeah. Uh -huh. Never used um, it. I'm, sca I'm scared of it. I don't I'm know how. <laughs> like, it seems so silly to say, but yes, I'm scared of it. Yeah. Like, 
we were me and mom were literally at target like maybe like two weeks ago because i needed to get pads because i still don't know how to use tampons okay my mom traumatized me and i'm still you know trauma but like we were at the aisle and so like we passed by and i'm just like oh my gosh there's vibrators here at target like my mom is gonna see Mm -hmm. them and say something but then homegirl's looking at something else and she's just like, ¿Qué es esto? And I'm just like, let me see. Like, I, I'm like, I hope she did not pick up a vibrator. And then I have to have this conversation <laughs> with her. Because <laughs> I did not want to have that conversation with my mother. Also, because like low key, one time I, my room was really bad and I left my vibrator on my bed. And when I came back home, my room was clean. And my vibrator was set on my nightstand. And I was just like, mm, I have to burn this now. <laughs> so I was like, I knew that my mom was going to be like, is this what you have in your room? And I'm like, let's not talk about that. But so I pick up this thing and I was just like, Bro. oh, this is a diva cup. And I'm just like, well, mom, you know, like some women like to be more like eco-conscious like this, like you insert it in. And she was already like, what the fuck? And I was just like, and then they just pull it out and dump it. And she's like, no, no, que son estas cosas? No, no. And she literally left the aisle, like, traumatized. Like, this woman was just like, what the fuck are you saying to me? Because it's not computing. Like, what the fuck do you mean? A, a, like, so a literal funny. cup. It was fucking hilarious and i feel like now my mom will be like i'm gonna avoid this aisle for like the rest of my life because anything that has to do with stuff like that i feel like my mom is still very squirmy about and she's like 40 something so i'm like man we need to get over it like but that was my my little story my mom didn't didn't know what a diva cup was and then when i told her she, I, I think i traumatized her a little bit those things are really convenient i like them you like them yeah, I They're much better than tampons. Like fuck tampons. Really? Yeah. See, I I, I feel I feel that way because like, I didn't start using them. Oh, sorry. Go on. No, go ahead. You go ahead first. Um, to be fair, I didn't start using a diva cup until about maybe like four years ago. Um, or three, like pretty recent. But that's because one of my friends that I was working with at Starbucks at the time, she was like oh, you should try this, like, and I was the same way, I was like, what do you mean you shove that up your thing, and then you, like, dump out the blood, what the fuck, that's disgusting, um, and then she's like, no, 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 it's, like, super easy, and it's so convenient, because it lasts almost, like, 12 hours, so she's like, technically, right. you could wear it all day, and then just, like, go home and change it out if you wanted to, I was like, well, I guess that's better, and tampons, like, they, they, sometimes they hurt, but more importantly, like, I would bleed through them, and it was just inconvenient, so then I started using it, and I was like, this is actually really good. I absolutely loved it, and I'm tr- I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm trying to, but, like, I recommended my sister, too. I was like, hey, like, if, if you don't like tampons, like, try a menstrual cup. But she's 14, so I was like, I don't know if she's going to want any. Right. But my mom was in the car with us, and so she's like, but, like, I heard, like, those things are kind of weird. I'm like, they are. I was like, but, you know, it's, it's part of bleeding. So I was like, if you want another option, I would recommend Some people would say tampons are weird. Like, yeah. you know. And my mom was the same thing. She's like, you can't use tampons unless you've had sex. Porque ya no vas a ser virgen. And I'm like, okay, Miss Girl, we have a lot to talk about. Let's not talk about that. But yeah, I would recommend menstrual cups. Okay. Question me because I'm so ignorant on this topic. Do you rinse between pores? Yeah. Okay. So like if I... Because my shifts would start at, like, 5 in the morning. So I, I would get up in the morning at, like, 4, get ready. And then, like, after shifts were over at about 1, 
come home, dump out, and then rinse it out, and then shove it back in, and then go to school. Another so, question, because I, I am also ignorant on the topic. I don't even know how to put tampons on, so I'm like, bear with me. How do you dump it out if you're in public? Like, how do you rinse it out if you're in public? Like, if you're, like, in a public restroom or, like, yeah. So, if there's, like, Target bathrooms where they have multiple stalls, I would recommend it's it can get messy, but, like, take a water bottle with you and dump it out, rinse it in the toilet. In the toilet. Like, yeah. Um, if it has, like, an actual sink and just one stall, one bathroom, I don't like to do it just because, like, it feels a little inconsiderate towards other people that are going right. to use the restroom. So I try not to, but like the times that I've had had to, like I, um, I wipe down, like I wash the sink really quickly with like antibacterial soap, like whatever they have there after I've rinsed it out um, and tried not to make a mess and then just like dried it down fully. And then if there's like any sanitizer, wipe it down with that. Cause like mm-hmm. it feels inconsiderate t- toward other people. Right. But I feel like I haven't had to do that frequently because right, that's what people say. Because if you can leave it in for twelve yeah. hours, I mean that's yeah. before I go to work and then when I come when home you from come work. Back, yeah. Do yeah. you sleep with it? I tried twice and it, it was nice. It was okay. It was, it was much better than pads because I hate wearing those like really long. Yeah, yeah. And, like, but confession, around. those are the ones that I be using. I like it to feel like a diaper. Like I need to feel secure. I, 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 <laughs> like I need it to, I need to feel it everywhere. Cause I'm like, then I feel like I bleed. Cause one time I did have a spotting incident where I was wearing in high school and nobody told me and I was walking around all fucking day, like with a fucking stain Aww. on my ass. Hated it. That. So now I I'm like, I need to feel to protected. <laughs> yeah. Like, hmm, I don't know. I've always. I'm a gay, I'm I a think child. I want to try it. Yeah, I think I want to try it. And then start out because you kind of like have to fold it, right? So that little V, and then put it in there. So I think if it, it freaks people out, like it freaked me out too, because I'm like, like I know tampons, but like you mean I'm gonna shove my fingers while I'm bleeding? Oh, but it's okay. And then I, I mean, you just wash it off, right? Yeah, like, just it's just, I mean, it's just, I mean, we all know it's just blood. Yeah. Um, wait, I think I have more questions. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Um, okay, so I've seen that you're supposed to, like, uh, like boil it. Mm-hmm. To sanitize it? To san- How often yeah. do you do that? I would do it after every, like, cycle cycle okay yeah so like once that fin- once i was sure that i wasn't bleeding and like if i was spotting very lightly i wouldn't put it in because if it, it defeated the purpose in my opinion correct uh, but like once it was done i would just boil it and like i had like a little pot by itself so like it wouldn't so that's your your diva cup pot yes, yes. <laughs> love that um something that i recently started doing that i feel like is not talked about like ever is like usually the first day and the last day of my period I just like free bleed so Me I too. don't use anything mm-hmm. um just because I'm usually so light that I just I just go to the bathroom every time I go to the bathroom and just clean up every time I go to the bathroom and it's like fine um and I reckon because like 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 Lenny was saying like if you wear a tampon and you're not your flow is like not there you're not as heavy it hurts to take out or to put in mm-hmm. like if you're not 
you know, and so it's uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good. Same with like pads. Like if you're not have a heavy, if you don't have a heavy flow, like they're so uncomfortable to wear. Um, I just wear a liner. Yeah, I don't even wear that anymore. Or like if I thought I wasn't bleeding enough for a pad, I would use a liner, but then I would bleed through the liner. And then, yeah, of course, right? (laughs) It'd always be something. And see, like, the thing for me is that there's so much cheaper the the Diva Cups, the Menstrual Cups. That's so true. Every fucking month. And then environmentally friendly. And then... My wallet. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Also, like, because you can get, like, toxic shock syndrome. Yeah, that's what I was going to say you, about tampons. If you, don't, if you don't, if you wear them too long. So, like, I feel like that's a good option. Because, like, at night, I don't, I don't, I typically don't wear anything at night just because I don't want to keep a tampon in for, like, eight hours. Uh, and I don't like wearing pads. So, I just, like, don't. And just hope mm. for the best, usually. You put a towel down so in case you bleed through. Mm. Yeah, usually I'm pretty okay. I have a very, like, mild, mild? I don't know what the mm-hmm. word is. My I don't have a heavy flow, really. Mm-hmm. I'm usually okay for a minute. Um, I do have liners that I'll throw on occasionally. So usually I wear a liner at night, but, like, yeah, by the morning it's, like, ready. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've... I I don't mind free bleeding either, like, when I'm not as heavy. Because I feel that, like... Neither. I started to get more regular, like, ever since we've been home. I don't know, like, since, like, COVID Mm. started. So that's been interesting. So now I'm, like, I've had my period, like, every month since, like, the start of the year. So I'm, like, this new... And so, like, but before when I wasn't regular, like, I would be really heavy. Like, when I would get my period, it would be, like, a week long. Yeah. It would be heavy as shit. And now I feel that, like, because it's more regular, like, like you said, I'm also kind of mild. And, like, the last two days for me are super, super mild. So, technically, my period only lasts, like, three days. The first day is super heavy. So, bitch comes in and she comes in strong. She's like, (laughs) we got to get rid of all this. Yeah, she's like, I'm here. I'm present. And then the last two days are very, very mild. So, I don't mind. And since we're home, I really don't mind free bleeding. um, Because, like, I'm in my house. Like, who's here? And like I'm like, who's gonna who's gonna tell me something? Um, I also feel that like, and not in like a weird way, but I feel like free bleeding is like the ritual part of my period, Um, and not in like a period witchy vibes, but like (laughs) I feel that like when I free bleed those days, like I get to connect and wait like with myself. Yeah, I understand what you mean, like. You know, y- y'all get me right, yes, yes. I mean, back in the yeah. day, there was no tampons and no pads, and so, I yeah. mean, what did they do? I no idea, but I imagine they free bled some of the time. I read, I read that they used to use moss, like in the early, early days, um, as like they would put that, I think, on a rag of some, like some kind of contraption. I don't know exactly how, but like they would like a pad, absorb it. Um, wow. I'd like to learn about this history of periods. Somebody send me a link to a class. Yeah, somebody needs to let I us think, know. I uh, I saw a video on YouTube, if I can find it somewhere. But Bet. maybe we can link it. I'll send it to the group chat. Send it to us. I'd like to know. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. I think that... 
because I think I like put it on my watch later, but then I never watched it. <laughs> <have> to, like... <laughs> my mom talked about how like when they were living in Mexico, like when she was younger, she remembers that like my grandma would just take like older clothing. So like and usually stuff back then didn't really have logos and stuff. So it was all kind of just cotton products. And so like stuff like that like she would repurpose them so that they would be like her reusable pads so like whenever she was like took it out like she would wash it and also like washing in Mexico is like different because you have the washboards like the concrete right. fucking washboard so I'm like I'm pretty sure that bitch would be clean when it came out because the slightly off topic but my mom wanted one of those lavaderos so badly that she paid somebody to bring one over and installed it and so she would make like, scrub our clothes and i fucking hated it but it got the shit clean it, it got it so clean it got him honestly she's like ya ves, aquí las lavadoras no lavan la ropa bien and she'd go mm-hmm. off the kitchen. that's so funny i'm not scrubbing everything but exactly. I, will scrub I would like some confession like i feel like i would sometimes wash my like when i would go to mexico because i would go to mexico every summer I was sometimes it would be so fun. I'm over there like I'm like this is what it's like to work, and I would put my and I would just like start. I wouldn't do all of it because I'm like I don't work this hard. But like, dang, this is some hard work. And I have very clear memories of my grandma like con un palo inside a bote de like la coca because you know over there the reusable bottles are big. She would she would put like the colchas in this big ass tub, and she's like stomp around this, and I was like, what the fuck. And I'm stomping around this bucket with this colcha in it. And my grandma's like, okay, move. And then she'd start doing it with the little Coke bottle contraption with the stick. And then she's like, okay, keep, keep fucking stomping on this. And I was like, I'm a child. This is child labor. Why am I here? But that, you unlocked that memory in my brain. Because it was one of those big, like, just like the big tubs that you store shit in. And I'm like, ugh. Memories. Here's my here's my question slight comment about y'all free bleeding. What do you do with the underwear then? Like, do you just throw it in the washer? Do you scrub it manually by hand to get the blood out? I will usually take it in the shower with me and then scrub it in the shower and then stick it in the washer. Interesting. You know what? I kind of want to try the period underwear. Yeah, I've heard of that. Like, for me, I have, like, special underwear. Not special, but I have yeah, underwear I that do. I'm just, like, this is my yeah, period same. underwear. So, it'd be the yeah. the one that's all stained up and shit already. <laughs> like, it'd be the... It, I'm, like, I know y'all struggling, but it's okay. Because y'all just have this one purpose. And usually, they're, like, 100% cotton underwear. Like, a, like everything... Yeah, nothing spandexy yeah, or nothing. Because that doesn't absorb nothing. Nothing. <laughs> um so like when i free bleed like by then like it doesn't really even get there's not a lot and i just wash yeah. all my delicates together anyway so like i'll just stick it in the washer yeah let me explain when i when i free bleed it it's almost to the point where it's like not even penetrating like my i don't know if penetrating is the word so when i free bleed like it, it it's not it's never it's usually never enough blood to even make it to my underwear so i just like go to the bathroom frequently and just like clean up yeah that's also see sweet. i um my my mom 
she would make us scrub our underwear. And I think this might be TMI, so I don't know if we need to cut this out. But, like, just in general. Like, even if we weren't bleeding, because, like, up to a certain age, she would do our laundry. Right. And I think once I started bleeding, once I started having my periods, she was like, all right, you need to do your own laundry, todo esto. And then so she, one time I tried to put the, my underwear in the washer without scrubbing it by hand. And then she saw it. She got mad. And then she made me scrub it by hand. So that, that that's why, like, to me, free bleeding, it wouldn't make sense because I think I'm just so traumatized with, like. She's like, it's so dirty. Yeah. Yeah. No, I usually just, like, if I get blood on it, I usually, like, rinse it in the bathroom with me when I take a shower and then stick it in the washer. But it rarely ever happens like that. Because I just, like, like Maria, I'm just so regulated um, because of birth control that, um, yeah, I'm literally 28 days, like, to the fucking T. Do you take pills? Yeah. Marlissa. Isn't that cute? She sounds like a name. Like, she sounds like a girl. My girl Marlissa. That's cute. Yeah, that's kind of cute. That's. Marlissa. <laughs> is anybody. Not that this is. Again, y'all don't have to share. I don't take birth oh, control. Because yeah. I, don't, I don't have sex with men. But, like. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know. It's fine. Um, but all my friends have the little arm thing. I'm so scared of that. I have heard so many. So, 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 so many. You have it? I had it. You had it? Which one is that one? It's like a rod that they put in your arm. Oh, oh. I don't know if you, I don't think you guys can see it, but like when they had to take it out, it left a little scar here. No, I can't see it. Send us a picture of it. (laughs) Why did you take it out? Because it's only it was only good for three years. Yeah, it's so only good for three years. I had to remove it, um, and so I got the IUD because I I think I was I've been thinking about doing IUD for some reason. So I was like, let me get this in real quick before my health insurance expires, and that way I'll be set for I think five or seven years. I don't remember at this point, but I got it in twenty nineteen. Ah. Uh, um, it should still be good for a couple couple years. I Wait, think the I'm ready IUD to... is the one that goes inside your vagina. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's the one that's shaped like a Y. The Tesla uh. logo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is the Tesla logo. <laughs> Very good. Um, um. I don't know. I've, I've just been so scarred. Like, I feel like I've heard so many story horror stories about the IUD and the rod. And so I'm just like, ah. But I think I'm ready to switch because I've, I think I've gotten to a point where, like, um... I'm pretty sure that my birth control is contributing to my lack of weight loss because I work out pretty regularly. I have a good yeah. and you also eat routine well and I too. yeah, and I was like and I eat pretty well uh for the most part. I mean, I do have slip-ups, but and I I'm and I'm pretty I'm pretty pretty sure i also like will bloat just like randomly and i feel like that might be contributing or maybe i have like an allergy to something but i don't know and so i think i'm ready to 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 probably switch to an iud one of my friends tried the the shots uh, after she oh yeah it's literally a shot you get it once a month something like that depot yeah 
Um, but it made her gain weight like crazy. Yeah. Bugged up. And yeah. Like, the, I would not crazy. recommend. I, I think if, if you've never been on birth control before, I would say try the pill. If you've been on birth control, I would say look into different forms like the rod or like IUD. Obviously talk to your doctor because I'm not a fucking yeah. doctor. Um, but I, th- I think I'm ready I to was, finally switch. I was too irresponsible with the birth control pill. That That's was, like, true. You like two, three days. And then I'm like, yeah, oh, like, I, I you have to be on schedule. A couple of times. Yeah, I, had um, a, I, I had unprotected sex and the guy was like, you haven't been taking your pills. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. Was it ideal? No. So I don't recommend it. <laughs> That's what you get. Have y'all ever had? Pills. Have y'all ever taken Plan B? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. Once. Me either. Mm-hmm. I've never taken any there. Oh wait, oh, you have. You oh, I'm talking that. to Lenny. I'm talking to oh. Lenny. Said no, and I'm saying no. I've never <laughs> taken it either. I listen. I almost uh, did, but then like, okay, so like I had like this was the first time I had sex with a man, and. But I'm like on birth control and stuff. And oh, that sounded weird. Stuff. 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 <laughs> I'm also, but like I thought about it because I'm really bad about taking the pill. Um, and my, my best friend told me to to try the patch because that's what she does. And she puts it like the patch once a month um, right after her period or something like that. She said like, because we're both really bad about taking like pills. Wait, patch. Um, like, Please explain. I have no idea patch. what you're talking about. I, I, I don't really understand it either. But so she... She got on birth control. She was on the pill, but she's really, really bad about uh, taking the pill. Like, she'll, like, take it, like, after a while, well, she'll completely forget about it. So her um, gyno told her to try the patch, and so it's literally just the patch. You know what I'm very curious um, about? The and- little ring. That I see the oh yeah, I've there. seen that. Oh, I ro- that. some guy told me how he, he pulled his girlfriends out because they were ready to have a baby. And I was like, you just you just pulled it out and he was like yeah i just pulled it out i was just like no and we had a baby and i was like that's as bad as using a sandwich baggie as a condom because you were too lazy to get one. i was like you pulled it like doctors put that shit in and pull that shit out and you just that's horrible you were just so y'all couldn't wait y'all gonna wait until like next week i was just so blown i was like Okay, I get. I don't know. That's I was judging. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So I was really. What was he saying? Oh yeah, I was really bad about taking the pill, and so I had six sex with this one man, and um, I started freaking out because I um huh. was like, well, I know that I probably forgot to take my birth control. But like, so I was freaking out. But then I was like, "No, I'll be fine." Um, so I didn't take it, and I got my period. Yeah, <laughs> Ooh, thank God. Wait, I literally was praying. So, so the whole time I was like, "You guys haven't taken the plan B?" No, I've yeah. never taken plan B. I was B really B close before. to, but I almost said somebody had. I had. I've taken. Maria has. I have. It was like the first time, also, that I had sex with a man. Like this was freshman year. And, like, I didn't know anything. Like, my mom never talked to me about sex, right? The conversation was, like, you ain't going to have it. So then when it wasn't, like, I was just, like, I don't know if this is what I want to do. But, like, I've never done this before. So, like, and home, 
I don't remember if homeboy used a condom or not, but like the next morning, like I called my friend, I was like, I think I had sex, and she's just like, "Well, what happened?" And I was like, "I don't think we used a condom, but he said that like nothing happened, like he didn't like you know finish inside of me." So she was just like, "No, what if like you end up pregnant?" And I was like, "But I'm on birth control." She's like, "But do you take that shit consistently?" And I was like, "No, I forget." Like, and so she's just like, "You better go get like Plan B." And so like I went to like the clinic at my school once again. Bless the clinic. They were like, here's plan B. But then now I've realized and I've been aware of on TikTok that if you're a certain weight, fucking birth control does not work on you. So it's like if you're 155 pounds. Yeah. So apparently if you're over that weight, plan B doesn't help. And even like the alternative to it, that's supposed it only accounts for like 45 more pounds so like you still have to be under 200 pounds to for birth control to function on you and apparently like some people are like oh take two but that's just that just fucks up your system like you're not supposed to do that does it force you to have a period what is the science Um, nobody knows no um it so basically from what so it acts like a little barrier yeah. so that it can't get to it. Oh. So if you're on, but if you're ovulating, it, it, won't, it work. won't work. That's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah that's what I Yeah, if you're ovulating, I it won't knew. work because the egg is already Correct. out. I see. Interesting. Luckily, after all that science, because I was well over 150 pounds. So if I would have, I didn't. But, you know, if something would have happened, I was just like, dang, over here, I feel like... like that is something pharmacists or people who work at a pharmacy should be like knowing or saying because I'm sure plenty of people just grab it and because it's depending on what pharmacy you're at, it's usually locked up, but you yeah. or has like a sensor on it. Um, you can just grab it, and so I just feel. I know that's been an awkward conversation, right? Like, are you over 155 pounds? Well, but that's super. I'm sure it does, but like I think most people are just like popping. I need to grab it, it and know? go. Like, yeah, like I need to I grab need, it and like, go. Like I feel like at that point though, it's also on yourself to do the research right. and because like like if I feel like if, if a pharmacist did ask you like, Well, if you're over a hundred and some pounds, it might not work. I feel like they could easily be sued for that and you know, like discrimination and whatnot. So maybe that's a reason why. I don't know. I don't. But I feel like that's still an awkward conversation to have as a pharmacist. It definitely is awkward because I know I feel like it involves weight. But I feel that like even right. me, like I would have been like I would have appreciated her being like I'm gonna give it to you, but know that like because of your weight, like it might not work. Mm. You know, I would have wanted the warning because it's just like I feel that like <laughs> having to reach for Plan B in general is also kind of stigmatized, right. like within society. Like, why the fuck do you need Plan B? Like. Even, like, when you go to fucking pads and buy pads at the store, like, people are looking at you like, oh, is the time of the month? Like, yes, bitch, mind your business. Like, I don't give a fuck. But so, like, I feel like with Plan B, it's the same thing, especially because, like, you're right. Like, it's locked up. You have to call somebody. Luckily, I've never gone through because I got it from the doctor. Like, but even then, like, I'm just, like, with a doctor specifically, like, we are in a private space, just me and you. Like, you have my chart. Like, you know how much I weigh. Like, 
you should know that like you're giving me something that potentially isn't gonna work with me you know so in that case I'm just like you should just you should have just because like in that scenario I'm just like there was nobody else that could hear like it was just you and me like you could have just let me know um lucky day was impregnant and end up pregnant um but that's the time I I I went down to I think it was a CVS and I just I I don't remember if I got it off the shelf or if I had to request it from the actual pharmacist but I feel I I'm still trying to wrap my head like how they would do that but yeah that's that's why people that's why guys should get vasectomies Mm. or there should be a male birth control Mm -hmm. they were testing it for a minute weren't they yeah and it's a pill and apparently has less side effects. Like, oh no, I feel bad. And it's like, how do you fucking think we feel? Exactly. I know a lot of people who like got on the pill and then immediately had like really bad like um, mood swings or like really bad hormonal emotional issues from getting on the pill. And then I'm just, I'm curious to see... Um, what it would be, or when I get off of it, what will change? Because I have really bad anxiety, and I wonder if that's like any way linked hormonally. Um, so I wonder. Hmm. That actually reminded me of like when my mom first saw my birth control pill. She was like, "Are you sexually active?" I'm like, "No," because I wasn't. It was just for my period. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> she was like, "Okay, well." If you are, use protection. And I'm like, what's that? I know. Yes, same. I feel like I was reminded all the time, even when I was on birth control, that you needed to be careful and you should use two forms of contraception because you never know. And also, you should use condoms or, like, if something, because, like, STDs, you know, but. I will say, though, getting my IUD inserted, like, I was asking everybody at work that, that had had one like what their takes on it. I was Googling. I was trying to find all that I could to prepare myself mentally for the process. Yeah. And it was still not enough because that shit hurt. I cried. No, don't tell me that. I'm sorry. But like, okay, some, did you, some, did your gyno put it in or did your regular doctor put it in? No, it was, it was a regular doctor. Um, cause she was like, I don't remember. I, I switched from health insurance to health insurance, mm. so I don't have a, like, a specific person that I go to constantly. Gotcha. But like, she wasn't a gynecologist. Like, oh, no, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't hurt. Like it was, it was fine. It was over. And then some others were like, oh, it like it hurt really badly. But for me, I, I've never had kids, but I would imagine it's a similar pain, if not less, because you know childbirth hurts. Right. So, like for me, it, it hurts so bad, so much that I started crying. And the gynecologist and the nurse were both like, I'm so sorry. Like, it'll be over really quickly. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, it'll pass and stuff. And I was just crying the whole time. And I, like, after I started talking with my mom, I was like, I was so scared in that moment that I wish I could have had somebody there with me because it was, it was terrifying to get that done. And she's like, well, <sighs> why did you get it done? And I'm like, because I want to be prepared in case of anything happened. Right. I, I Absolutely. Scared. I was like. But had somebody had a conversation with me about what it was like, like, I don't wish that on anybody to go through alone. Like, I wish a friend would have gone with me. A, my sister would have gone with me. My, I, I was genuinely, like, crying and wishing my mom was there. Like, that's how 
maybe, maybe that was just me. I don't know. Yeah. But it was it was bad. And what hurt worse was that I had worked eight hours and then I had my appointment and then <sighs> I had to go to my night shift because fucking my store was always like, if you call out, you're like, why why are you calling out? It's like that stigma of calling out to yeah. like, on. And so I didn't take off a sick day for that. Um, and so I was just crying at work the whole time because so, I was like, it's fucking stupid. So should I, should I take the day off of work to do this? I would, I would definitely recommend it. Like, <clears throat> oh, okay. like when I get, when I have to get this, this thing taken out, like I will be taking a sick day and like pampering myself because I feel like I didn't do enough for my body as a, as a, as a person to take care of myself mentally. It's also a like you were saying, like it was a lot to go through by yourself, so it's it's kind of like an emotional toll too. You probably needed that that break, you know. And if yeah. you're pulling a double, yeah. I felt so bad for the nurse though because I was holding onto her hand so badly. Like I know I was hurting her, and I, I was I was saying the whole time like I'm so sorry. She's like, it's okay, it's okay. And she was they were so nice about it, which made me even more sad because like I hate the fact that I have to go through this because I want to be okay and like not, not right. Okay. I was like, so, like, my responsibility towards my body, I was like, it sucks, but I'm doing this for, for, to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to share that, like. No, that's, that, that is good info, like, because, well, personally, because I plan on, I'm, you know, thinking of getting one, so, but no. But, um, we have been going for an hour and 20 minutes, guys. I know, that went by so quick. I feel like I still have a lot to say. (laughs) Um... Maybe we can do a mini sode. Yeah. But and um, Lenny, I'm just gonna add this here. You're like you were just like eating your chips while Adelini was talking, and it seems like you were like eating popcorn, so they're really entertaining. We were like <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, that would be a good video to capture on TikTok where it's but, just like but. the audio in the back and Lenny's just like focused <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> I got you. Do it. <laughs> they can show this. It's cool now. Like, but, but, uh, <laughs> oh, I was just like, bringing let, us to a sort of a close. Oh, I was going to close for you because I started, but we can. No, you're good. I, I was, was going to say, let's, let's, let's close with, with a tip. Yes. One okay. tip. Okay. What is y'all's tip for today? It does My... have to be period related. It can be any kind of whatever. Yeah, let's keep it reproductive health, sex ed, vagina period related. Mine is going to be um, make sure you pee after sex. Um, especially if you're having... Well, actually, no. You should just pee after sex. Um, it helps regulate your, your pH back to normal. And also, um, it helps prevent UTIs. And if you've never had a UTI before, um, just imagine burning while you pee. And then not only does it burn while you pee, but you have to pee or you have the urge to pee like every five minutes. Um, And then you don't pee. So you feel like you have to pee and then you just don't. And when you do pee... It hurts. And then you get medicine for it and it turns your pee like the color of Fanta. <laughs> like it is so orange. orange. It is so orange because there's like an um 
there's like it's like a pain medicine so basically it doesn't hurt when you pee um but it is so orange it looks like you didn't like correctly digest like sun kissed <laughs> and also that that medicine can lead you to have like a yeast infection oh yeah the yeah so it's a it's a two for one <laughs> <laughs> so just just pee after sex Um, mine would be, like, don't, don't be uncomfortable with the whole fact of having to have a period. It's, it's natural, it's life, but also, like, take that time if you should be so inclined to take care of yourself mentally and absolutely, like, take time to rest, eat your favorite foods. Like, I know it's, it's the whole stereotype of like oh you're pmsing and your period and you're gonna eat like junk food and whatnot but like if it makes you feel better then why not if you want to drink tea do that like take care of yourself because it really does make it an easier process and it's part of life so that would be mine i think my tip would be no matter who you're hooking up with um you should get tested regularly and you should be responsible um, I feel that like as a queer woman, I I get I take getting tested very seriously, just because like I'm part of a community where we lost a lot of people due to not getting tested enough or being scared of being tested because of potential HIV or not, right? Um, so I always encourage everybody to get tested, especially if you're having multiple sexual partners, you want to make sure that you understand sort of what's happening and it's okay to have expectations of the people that you are sexually active with to also get tested before y'all hook up. Um, there's no shame in that. And if people don't want to get tested to hook up with you, that's a red flag. And we should not hook up with those types of people because reproductive health is hella important. We're not trying to spread any sort of STDs out here. Absolutely. I'd also like to like destigmatize STDs. If you have an STD or get an STD or you're living with an STD, it means nothing about who you are Mm -hmm. at all. It is a thing that happens and it happens to people regularly. It is super 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 common Mm -hmm. but you need to be on that shit because if you're living with an std and you have no idea you know herpes is something you'll have for a lifetime Mm -hmm. and you need to know that you have it gonorrhea is something that can be treated but if not you know people die from it syphilis people died from syphilis in the fucking 1800s because it was untreatable then but we have so many things that you can have treated now. So just mm-hmm. just get that shit regulated, get that shit checked. Um, so there's no reason to 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 be having health complications because of that. And the the more you get tested, the more you know what's happening. And like you mentioned, right? It's just like a lot of these things are preventative. So it's just like just don't let shit get worse, you know? Just because you're scared that you'll potentially have like an STD. It's better for you to know now and get or try to get treatment if there is treatment available than you waiting for things to get progressively like worse and stuff like that. Yes, absolutely. So just get tested. Um, some places offer 
free like it's like std testing like usually at college campuses like this is very like mm-hmm. widely accessible so it's just like just yeah. be responsible y'all if y'all are gonna have sex just be responsible in all senses of the word consent is important as well just you know we should know that but consent y'all and yes consent and getting tested that is my advice um yes um my advice would be um ask your doctor like just in general like if you notice anything like weird with your body like your vagina anything like ask your doctor they're there they're there to help you um you know you know your body more than anybody absolutely i feel like you're living with it beautiful advice um be um aware of what is going on and constantly you know yeah just ask your doctor if anything's weird they're there all good things well guys thank you so much for listening this was an interesting conversation to have i don't think i've ever been this open with this many people (laughs) i'm potentially like i guess this is like public so i mean anybody can be listening right now I would hope nobody from work is listening. If you work with me and you got this far, please act. Please don't ask <laughs> or please don't tell me you listened to this episode. Um, but thanks for listening. Um, follow us on all our socials at Unidas on everything. If you want to shoot us an email, hop on a mini sode with us. Something Maria was wanting to talk about is um, Senate Bill 8 in Texas, um, reproductive health as far as like um, – women or i'm sorry as far as um abortions being banned in texas after Mm -hmm. six weeks uh that is definitely a conversation that we want to be had and we would love if we could have that conversation with somebody that's not regularly on the podcast um so if you want to have that combo hit us up if you want to talk about anything that -hmm. you think is important that you want to shed light on hit us up we would love to give you a platform on our mini-sodes um I feel like this is also kind of a good uh, point to announce that we are going to have a season two. Mm -hmm. So after our episode 20, we will be taking a two week break uh, and then we will come back if we schedule it correctly um, on December 15th with our season two. So we'll be closing the year with season two. We're excited. Um, But thank you so much for listening. As always, rate us, review us. Five stars. Five stars only. only. You know, you know the drill. You know what it is. (laughs) You know the fucking vibes. (laughs) Love that. But um, (laughs) thanks for listening, and we will catch you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye. Ciao. See ya. (laughs)